This is a Wednesday afternoon on the muster, catching up now with Penny Simmons, MP for Invercargill, who joins us on a regular basis here on the programme. How are you, Penny? I'm good, thanks. Just uh, trying to catch up on flights that got cancelled and things, but no, I'm all good. It is the shortest day. Weather's just got to play its course at the moment, though, isn't it? Yeah, uh, well, it's great to get past the shortest day. I know the weather usually gets worse after that, but um, still, we're on our way to summer again. (laughs) Absolutely. We clutch at those wee things at this time of year. Penny, you had your farming policy meetings um, in the south over the last couple of days. Um, Last night in Gore, yesterday afternoon in Winton, um, some good robust discussion last night in Gore. Yeah, look, both of them, there was good uh, discussion. Um, You know, farmers aren't going to agree with everything that we've put through, but uh, the last three policies that we've put out, the, um, you know, getting back to farming, a policy about uh, reducing some of the regulations, uh, I think went down well. The biotech changes, removing some of the uh, genetic engineering, genetic uh, editing uh, legislation, making some changes there so that we can make the most of the research that we're doing around um, biotech and then of course the emissions uh, ag emissions reduction policy so look we're not going to please everyone but I think the general consensus was that we're moving in the right direction and certainly science and technology is going to change enormously over the next five to seven years Um, so pushing uh, any emissions pricing out to 2030 gives us that window of picking up on new um, new technologies, new science and giving farmers tools rather than just uh, pricing when there are no tools to make any changes to emissions. So, um, which of course if you do that it's just a tax, it's just a straight tax on farming and we definitely don't want that. Uh, I think Todd was really clear that we are here to support farmers. We uh, know how important farming is to New Zealand and is to Southland and sending production offshore and uh, putting our farmers out of business is not what we want to be doing at all. We know that the financial strife this country's in, the only ones that are going to get us out of that are our primary sector. So I hope all those things came across really loud and clear that we will not be doing anything to harm farming. I thought your agriculture spokesman Tom McClay came across really well last night. Yeah, yeah, look, and and the good thing is he has that trade experience. He was a trade minister, and so he knows the importance of agriculture. Any trade agreements we are doing, uh, agriculture has to be, primary sector has to be at the heart of it. So he absolutely understands the importance of farming, and um, he certainly is very, very supportive of the farming sector, the rural sector. One thing that's got the rural sector talking in particular is regarding the policy bonfire that's going on. Um, Now, regarding for every policy implemented to go out the wayside, and one of the comments I heard was it would be interesting to see national which two policies would go first rurally. Yeah, so, yeah, regulation. So every new regulation that's brought in by either central or local government, there'll have to be two go out. And, look, while that's kind of not... um, 
I guess, I think Todd said it's not magic in itself. What it does is it changes the mindset of those that are bringing in these regulations that you can't just keep dumping endless numbers of regulations on farmers because that tsunami of, of regulations is what is dragging people under, both productivity-wise but also, um, you know, innovation and mental health and everything. So it's a, it's a mindset shift that you have to think that those that are putting in place regulations have to think about the implications. They have to think about the cost and they have to think about what can come out if you're adding new in. So, so it's more about getting the culture and the mindset right of just not thinking that farmers can cope with endless dumping of regulations on them. We know there's a lot going on on farm at the moment, Penny, but when you speak to farmers, what seems to be the biggest concern? Oh, look, there's so many, it's hard to list them. Obviously, interest rates and uh, price that they're getting for their uh, products are absolutely front of mind because uh, the uh, viability of farms is getting skinny now. Um, the price of their inputs of, of diesel, of um, fertilisers, all those things are just squeezing the margins for them. But absolutely this sort of overwhelming number of regulations that just keep piling on top of them. So I think that really affects how they are feeling and thinking about being in farming. So, you know, there's some really tangible things but also this just constant thinking that we can blame farmers, the government can blame farmers and keep putting more regulations on to them and they'll be able to cope. So, yeah, that, look, farmers are dealing with a lot at the moment, a, a, a lot uh, both on farm and a lot of things coming from central and local government. Now, you're up at field days towards the end of last week, Penny. Um, how did you find it up there? Yeah, look, um, I, I hear that there wasn't as much um, uh, money change hands up there. Um, so that's probably just a sign of the times. People are nervous, you know, interest rates are still going up for them. So, so look, it was great to see farmers on the ground up there, but they're not opening their wallets very wide at the moment. So uh, that's to be expected. Yeah, just talking to farmers on the ground, and um, they go by tractor sales, speaking to a couple of individuals as well who are looking at tractors, but they're saying the cost has gone up effectively 25 30% to say six months ago. So there's got to be a bottom line somewhere when it comes to buying things. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, uh, you know, when you're unsure of what's going to happen with interest rates and the price that you're going to be receiving over next year, you're not rushing out and wanting to um, clock up more debt. So, um, you know, they're just being responsible. Absolutely. Pity, pity our government wouldn't be a bit more responsible with their spend the way um, farmers are with theirs. Yeah, we'll just finish off with this as well. Nanaima Hooter came out this morning saying she's not putting herself forward as a list MP, just going for a straight-out MP role in her electric there in the Hauraki area. Um, interesting. Yeah, it is. I, I'm sort of struggling to understand it because she had a big majority. So um, unless she has been tipped off that she was going to be pushed well down the list and that pretty embarrassing for someone who was uh, right up there so maybe she's just getting out of that before it's, it's done to her by the Prime Minister. Penny Simmons, we'll let you carry on. We know you've got an arduous day of travel ahead of you so we appreciate your time as always on the muster. Great, thanks Andy.
Penny Simmons, MP from Vicargo there. Always great to have her on the programme. Um, this is our next guest from Shiwa, New Zealand. Let's catch up with Alan McCleary. Switching up your behaviour, it's okay.